This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Budweiser Reds Hot Stove League, presented by United Dairy Farmers. The Reds are on the Hot Stove League is brought to you by the Holy Grail Banks Tavern and Grill, Kettering Health Network, JTM Food Group, MSA Design, and by Document Destruction. The Hot Stove League is also brought to you by Cincinnati Bell, connecting what matters. Your tri-state Chevy dealer. Check out their award-winning lineup at your Chevy dealers now. Encore Technologies and Cisco Energy Pellets of America. Visit buyheatingpellets.com. And by United Dairy Farmers, where Highlander Grog Coffee is back for a limited time. Fresher, better, UDF. The Reds are on the now, the Reds Hot Stove League on 700 WLW, the home of the Reds. Post-Christmas get-together here at the Holy Grail Banks. Thank you very much. We have a very, very, quote-unquote, intimate group here with us tonight. Folks who are, I, how many people are happy that Christmas is over with? God bless the holiday, and we all know what it stands for at the end of the day. But we're all so happy that we could kick back today and relax and enjoy the day for what it was worth, and that was the day after Christmas. And now, now you gear up like my partner tonight, Jim Day, does to really <laughs> end the year with a blast. He is no. pointing toward the 31st of this no. month, aren't you? I'm not a New Year's Eve guy. Well, you're you're big now. No, when you that's decide, amateur night. Amateur night, when, man. When I, you decide to rock and roll, they you can do it with the best of them. Well, I've learned to rock and roll at home on New Year's Eve now. And there's another guy here who would be in that Hall of Fame, and that would be our mentor, Joe Zerhusen, who is the head of our Reds Radio Network. <laughs> other people, luminaries like Dave Collins and Ryan Rizzo, those guys know what it is to get down on New Year's Eve. Huh? <laughs> Dave Collins just raised his hand. Of course, our, our uh, spiritual leader and our mentor for over a quarter of a century who we have the pleasure of uh, producing our show here tonight, is also a guy who can kick back, and that's our good friend Dave Yiddy Armbruster. You going to be here. running the streets yet? Oh, that was an oh, yeah. Of course, we'll be back. No, you won't be, because you'll be still a little bit out of sorts after New Year's Eve. I'll be back here uh, next Wednesday I'm night. here with you. You are? You're stuck with me again. God bless you. Yeah, I know. We're so happy. Everybody have a good Christmas. Great. All right. Hope everybody has a good Christmas listening to our broadcast tonight. We thought we'd try to do something a little bit different, and that is everybody under the sun has talked about the trade. We put that in quotes, uh, bringing Alex Wood and Yasiel Puig and Kyle Farmer and uh, Matt Kemp to the Reds for Homer Bailey and uh, Jeter Downs and uh, Yasiel uh, uh, Hosea Gregg, a pitcher, uh, Gray rather, and uh, we'll weigh in on it, but we'd like to think that uh, – Taking something away from what Dick Williams said uh, on the announcement last week about this trade, uh, we're not done yet. And those listening to our broadcast tonight and maybe somebody here in this room here at the Holy Grail Banks, if you buy into that, which I think we all do, that is if you had the power to make a deal, whether it be a trade or a free agent that's still out there, 
and, and be reasonable about it. I mean, I, I know yeah. some of these people back there are going to get stupid listening to it and come up with one that will not even approach the radar as far as what the Reds are willing or able to do. But give us an idea who you'd like to see them go out and get and what you would be willing in order to get that player or players by if it's a trade. So that's something to think about. 749-7000 is our phone number, 1-800-843-2441. That's 1-800-THE-BIG-1. Uh, think about it and, uh, and let us know. What was your take on the trade? I thought it was uh, tremendous. Um, you know, obviously Homer Bailey's uh, better days in a Reds uniform were behind him. Uh, there was a lot of things in, in the clubhouse that weren't so that's great. That's really a politically correct statement you just made. Well, you know. His better days were behind him before last season began, but go ahead. This is why they put us together, because it's sort of like... Good cop, bad cop. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great way to put it. But the fact that they were able to move on from that contract, uh, there was one more year on the contract. It included a $5 million buyout for the following year. Uh, and get back, you know, a lot of people said, hey, I, I would have traded, made that trade for a bag of baseballs. But the fact that they were able to, you know, they did give up two prospects and two legitimate prospects, but they didn't give up their top four, five, or six right. prospects in the process and we're able to get back. I mean, to me, everyone talks about Puig and Kemp, but to me, the key to the deal was Alex yes, Wood. I agree with that. Uh, the left-handed pitcher who goes right into the starting rotation. The Reds do not have, uh, if you're not going to include a guy like Cody Reed, the Reds do not have a legitimate left-handed starter. And, and haven't had for a while. Haven't had for a while, and it's, uh, it's really been a glaring need. And the fact that Alex Wood was included in this deal, and then you've got two outfielders that can flat-out mash, one of them in a contract year in Yasiel Puig, put them in this stadium? Yeah. Now you're talking about some really big – Big-time offense. I mean, if you just line up the lineup of the players they have now, it's assuming they keep Puig and Kemp. Um, wow. I mean, you're talking about facing someone batting seventh that is a hard out. And this is going to be one of the better offensive lineups in baseball. Are the Reds done? We hope not. And we hope if they could add another pitcher to the mix, now we're talking about really competing. I would, I would ask you this uh, as a follow-up. Um, if you were a betting man, would you bet that one of those two outfielders would be dealt before opening day, either Matt Kemp or Yasiel Puig? I would think that they would. I'm not sure anyone will take Kemp's contract. Right. Um, the only way that uh, the Dodgers are aware of it to rid of that contract is because Homer Bailey situation in, in it. The Dodgers needed luxury tax relief and all that. It's really a complicated sure. system as far as baseball goes. Um, but they were looking to trade for a contract like Homer Bailey and then release him, as crazy as that sounds. So I think Kemp's contract might be tough to move. Um, Puig is a guy that, that brings some excitement. He's in the prime of his career. He gets reunited with Turner Ward. Even if he's only here for one year, if you tender him an offer after next season, then you get one of those sandwich picks, which Correct. Jeter Downs was, I believe, one of the prospects they traded away, for an example. So um, I don't know. I, I would think that they would – they're going to listen on anything. Um, I'm sure they're kicking all the tires. But if you talk to some of the beat writers and read a, a bunch of stuff online, et cetera, they say the Reds have been the most active on the phones and texting and emailing, um, kicking the tires on every player of any team in the league. So I think nothing is out 
outside of the realm of possibility. 749-7000, If you could pinpoint one player you'd like to see the Reds add between now and spring training and what you would be willing to give up by way of a trade, give us a call and we'll talk about it. Uh, a departure for a moment from the trade and the ball club and all things that would be involved in that. We want to send along our congratulations to the Reds guru of marketing, uh, a guy who's made a tremendously positive impact in this organization for a lot of years, and that is Zach Bonkowski and his wife, Danielle. Uh, last night, uh, on Christmas Day at 7.05 in the morning, is that correct? 7.05 yesterday morning at Christ Hospital. Uh, they welcomed in the newest Bonkowski and their first child, Noah Thomas Bonkowski, 8 pounds, 3 ounces, and a big round of applause. And we're thrilled for Zach and and Danielle, and uh, it's, just, uh, it's just a great day at a great time of the year mm-hmm. for um, the Bonkowski family. Um, you know, you got, if you grade Dick Williams and, and, and uh, Nick uh, Crawl and all the folks that are involved in baseball operations, Buddy Bell and all those folks, uh, they've done a hell of a job. I mean, first Tanner Roark, and now they add Alex uh, Wood, and now uh, if they don't, add another starting pitcher. Uh, maybe they go out and get a relief pitcher. Maybe they pinpoint a position that they need, they think, to fill or improve on their bench or whatever the case might be. Mm-hmm. They've got two veteran pitchers to plug into their rotation to go along with whoever the other three are. Well, we talked about it. So, so one of these or two of these young you know, pitchers are going to have to step up. We're, we're hoping new pitching coach Derek, John, Derek Johnson yes. can be the fixer and, and have that happen. Adding another arm to the bullpen would be terrific, terrific particularly how the game is going when we're seeing the, you know, the five-inning starting pitchers. Um, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Last December, it was a snooze fest. No one, everyone was like, oh, we're not doing anything, blah, blah, blah. Now uh, you've raised the excitement of the fan level in Cincinnati. People are pumped up for the season. They're pumped up to see what's going to happen next. They, they put, they've infused some energy uh, into the system again. Now I, I do have a question of who's going to play center field. Um, they talk about perhaps Yasiel Puig moving over to center. I'm not so sure that's going to happen. Um, you want Jesse Winker to be on the field. Uh, you've traded for Matt Kemp. Um, so I do have a question of who's going to play center field. So there's still some questions to be answered. The Holy Grail Banks and Budweiser, proud sponsors of the Reds Hot Stove League. Grab your buds for our next show on Wednesday, January the 2nd. That's you and me with specials on Bud and Bud Light Buckets at the Holy Grail Bank, Cincinnati's home for sports. You're listening to the Reds Hot Stove League. We would like to include you in our program between now and the time we kiss it goodbye shortly before 7. But for the moment, we'll be back after this. You're listening to the Reds Hot Stove League. We are live at the Holy Grail Banks presented by Budweiser and UDF. Sign up now for the 6th Annual St. Elizabeth Healthcare, a night of their own on May 30th, 2019 at GABP. Women 21 and over will get the opportunity to play like the pros on the field and learn all aspects of the game from Reds coaches and broadcasters. Tickets are available now at reds.com slash baseball 101. And Martin Brenneman is a, well, he's a big part of a night of their own. And you might even get some off-the-cuff stories from what I hear. So Times are good. That is very good. May 30th <laughs> of this upcoming season. He is the Hall of Famer, Marty Brenneman. I'm Jim Day. Thanks for joining us. We're I going saw, to go to the phone. Yeah, he can wait a minute. He can wait. All right. I saw a good movie last night. What did you see? Clint Eastwood, The Mule. Was it good? 
sensational. Did you all see wow. it? Wow. You like it? It was really good, wasn't it? Because I was reading up on that. It and, is really good. And I never know which way to go because some of the critics, uh, you know, don't like movies and some of the people that have seen the movie and they pull well, it out. Well, I'll tell you this much. Guys like you that get emotionally wrapped up in things <laughs> and like my former partner, God rest his soul, Joe Nuxhall, you would shed a tear in this movie. Wow. Aren't there, isn't there a certain scene in that movie? Wow. When they quote, a, uh, they make a quote from a song, more today than yesterday. Uh, what's the song? Uh, Love you more today than yesterday and something more tomorrow or something like that's a line in the movie. Very good. Clint Eastwood is wonderful. Well, you're, knowing you, like you'll want, Marty will tell me, hey, did you watch this TV show, blah, blah, blah? And I'm like, no, I haven't watched that yet. And he'll go, he'll proceed to like, oh, I'm not going to tell you about it. But then 10 minutes later, I, I know the whole plot and the ending to the series. I don't do that. It's not true. I do not do that. <laughs> and now since you said that in front of these people, I'm going to tell you how the man in the high castle ends. Oh, here we go. See, yeah, now see, you, this now is what you, he told me to watch. Now you got me wrapped up now. Now I'm going to drop it on you. And I'm going to pick a good time to do it. All right. Let's go to the cell phone. And, Steve, thanks for waiting. You are on the Hot Stove League. Hi, Marty. Hi, Jim. Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year, Steven. I'm going to trade Scooter Jeanette, whose two best years are behind him. And I'm going to trade him to the Cubs for Ian Happ. Or, if I could get greedy, get Albert Almora, Jr. Wow. Now, see, this is a reason why I like to present this type of question every now and then, because you get thought-provoked. Steve, that's, that's something to think about, what you just said. Well, I don't yep. think they would give up Albert Almora, Jr. Then take Ian Happ and turn Nick Senzel loose at second base. Well, i got to be honest with you. If they, if they got Ian Happ, they'd have to throw something else in there. Albert Almora, Jr. would be a straight one-for-one -one trade, I think. Uh, and that's not to say that a lot of teams would not like to have Ian Happ. I think without any question. In the you think Happ's a better player than Almora Jr.? Oh, no, I don't. Okay. No. Uh, but I'm saying. It would be harder to get Almora Jr. than it would be. I meant the other way around. Yeah. We okay. The Reds would have to probably throw something else in there. Yeah. Uh, would I, do I want to see Scooter Jeanette traded? Absolutely not. Um, and I don't, I don't know that I totally agree with you that his best years are behind him. I don't know that I agree with that. But you're talking about getting younger, uh, and I think Ian Happ would feast in this ballpark if you gave him a chance to play every day with the kind of power he has. And he would solve your center field problem, Ian, Ian yes. Happ would, yeah. right there. That's oh. a pretty good, uh, pretty good thought-provoking trade, Steve. All right, well, let's see what happens. And you're welcome to call back between now and the end of the show if you come up with another <laughs> one. You... <laughs> You got an A-minus on that bad boy, so you can call back now if you if you. Wow, put, you got an A-minus from Marty. That is. Well, if you present I mean, us a, a clown proposal, then you got no shot. I know, but do you remember those professors or teachers that would never give a good grade out? No matter. Well, if you, I'm not like that. I'd be. I'd be I mean, you grade. gave an A-minus. I'm impressed. I like that because it gave us a chance to pause yeah. and think about it. Well, nice job, Steve. Scooter Thank Jeanette. Thank you. I'll take the A minus. Happy New Year, pal. I agree Thank with you, you. particularly bye -bye. in the fact that um, he has not signed to a long-term deal, and he's he's told me many times he's played with a chip on his shoulder I'm his sure entire life. Yeah. They told him he was too small. He was um, not fast enough, not good enough defensively, couldn't hit left-handers, 
couldn't excel at the major league level beyond a flash in the pan, and he continues to prove everyone wrong, and he's got a major chip on his shoulder, and he's going to have that again this year. Well, I, I, he's been a great uh, member of this club. Uh, he's good in the clubhouse. Uh, the guy wants to play every day. Uh, and I was one of the naysayers after the 2017 season. My feeling was, okay, fine, let me see you do it again. Well, he did. And, and you know, he's never going to win a gold glove. Uh, but I, I, I just think the guy has been an outstanding addition to this ball club. And for me, it would take a, a trade of a very talented young player who has a chance to come in and play every day in order for me to think about trading. Yeah, no question. I mean, Scooter Jeanette's as real as it gets in – particularly when I parked in his parking spot one day. Well, you're lucky he didn't do what Bob Trumpy did way back in the old days when he let the guy's air out of his tires when he pulled, pulled into, isn't that right, Yid? And when the, when the WLW radio was down on, what, uh, 4th Street? All four tires he let the air out. <laughs> well, Scooter didn't do that to me, thank goodness. I wish he, he had. He did leave a note on my car, which um, – well, there was kind of a curse word in it, but oh, I could really? probably I could probably replace the curse word. Could you? Well, the, you know, you go into the parking lot and they just tell you where to, you know, park. For me, you've got your own spot. I mean, it's he's got a gold plaque that says Marty Brenneman. It's a neon lights and <laughs> you, but I have to just park where they tell me. And they put me in Scooter's spot one day where he parks his truck. Not your fault. Well, and well, Scooter didn't know that, and nor did he care. And he left a note on my car, and I will replace the word. We'll just go with crappy. How about that? But it was a different word. He said, Jim Day, if you ever park in my spot again, your car is going to have a crappy day. Signed, Scooter Jeanette. Now, that was not quite graphic enough, but uh, we catch the gist of what you're trying to exactly. impart upon this very, very eloquent audience. And I kept it, and I'm going to frame it. Well, I don't blame you. Yeah. Uh, 749 1-800-843-2441. We're going to take him after we return. Larry, I, right. we know you're standing by. We know you've got a trade equally as thought-provoking as the one that, uh, that Steve uh, offered up just a short time ago. Uh, this uh, reminder, um, and we talked about it last week, the Eastern Regional Reds Hall of Fame charter, a chapter event, uh, coming up down in Ashland, Kentucky at Park Place on Central Avenue, Saturday, February the 2nd. Uh, it'll run from 4 to 6 p.m. I'll be there along with George Foster. Tickets are $25 each and can be purchased by the chapter leaders or by calling Sherry Rowland at 513-765-7926 or Luke Schaefer at 513-765-7925 at the Reds Hall of Fame and Museum. This is a Reds Hall of Fame and Museum member-only event. If you're not a member, you can't come to it, and tickets are extremely limited. This is going to be an event that will uh, be appealing to folks in Huntington and Ironton and Moorhead and Portsmouth, along with Ashland. At the date, again, is February the 2nd from 4 to 6 p.m., a Saturday night. We look forward to being there. Boy, are you large in Ashland, Kentucky. Yeah, you marry an Ashland girl who's a big large. star in her own right, pal. Uh, you know, I take a second back seat to Amanda when we roll across the city limits. You're listening to the Reds Hot Stove League live from the Holy Grail Banks, presented by Budweiser and UDF. And we'll be back. It's the Reds Hot Stove League. We are live at the Holy Grail Banks, presented by Budweiser and UDF. 
Sign up your son or daughter for the coolest club in all of Reds country. For only $30, your child can become a Reds Heads Kid Club, Kids Club member and get an exclusive backpack, jersey, Joey Votto bobblehead, free Reds tickets, members-only experiences, and more. Purchase today at Reds.com slash Kids Club. My pleasure, as always, to be sitting alongside the Hall of Famer, Marty no, It's Brennan. all my pleasure, believe me. All my pleasure. Oozing with sarcasm. No, I'm not. 513-749-7000. You can get the sarcastic one on the line. And Larry, we're going to go to you who's on a cell. Larry, what's on your mind? Yes, um, I'd like to see them <clears throat> try to get Michael Taylor from the Nationals, who's a center fielder. He's going to be a backup outfielder for them this year. And if the Reds don't have a sense to give Amir Garrett another shot at the starting rotation, I would offer them him for Michael Taylor. Wow. There's another thought-provoking quite, uh, proposal. <coughs> it's Michael A. Taylor. You know, you got to get that. He's one of those players that yes, uh, goes by the middle initial. He's Michael, a right, talented young man. He definitely is that. There's no question about that. Um, I, again, have – I wouldn't give up Amir Garrett um, for Michael Well, you want him to give you Taylor for nothing? No, I just – there's – left-handed pitching is at a – I mean, it is so hard to get at the major league level. I just wouldn't – it would t- take a lot for me to give up a guy that is like Amir Garrett. It, he's left-handed. It's – it's. Okay, well, let me, that's a good – it's a nice proposal, Larry, but let me ask let – me, let me change it a bit. Would you say, you know what, um, we're not willing to give up Amir Garrett, but we're interested enough – in possibly being able to acquire a guy like Michael Taylor. So give us an alternative uh, oh, yeah. proposal. Yeah. You wouldn't just dismiss the trade oh, out no, of hand. Oh, no, 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 not at okay. all. No, right. not, not at all. Absolutely not. But uh, let's see. Michael Wade Taylor last season, 227 batting average. How many home runs? He had six home runs and 28 RBIs in 134 games. So How many at bats? Uh, 385 well, that's, at-bats. That's a pretty representative number of at-bats. So the On question, base percentage of 287. So you're so we getting have another seen Billy a sub, Hamilton. We've seen a subpar 300 on base percentage in center field before. Been there, done that. See, that's the reason why I love to do this show with you, because you bring up stuff like that. And I got news for you, Larry. I wouldn't make that deal. Look at 2017 when he got his 500 at-bats. Well, you know, with the old adage, what have you done for me lately? He got well, I know. He had 24 stolen bases. Yeah. He had 432 year. at bats in 2017. 271 batting average, a 320 on base percentage. He was certainly a, uh, had a, a better 320 season. is nothing to write home about. No, it, it is not. He had he actually had more stolen bases last year, 24 17 in 2017. But he had 17 home runs, didn't he? 19 home runs, 53 RBI. So he, he is a good talent. There, there's no question about that. I just wouldn't give up Amir Garrett for him. I would, you know, if you can add him um, to the mix, certainly. Um, but, you know, I'm not, I, I think I would live with the subpar defense of a Shebler who's going to give me some power out there in center field over that. But that's so just me. What do you think about the Reds putting Garrett back in the starting rotation to give him a chance again? Well, I, I don't think anything's outside of the realm of possibilities. When you talk to Amir Garrett, um, he's one of those guys that it doesn't matter to him. He said, I was, I got started late on my baseball career, so I was never really 
uh, defined as anything. They used me as a starter. I had success when I first started, but um, I like coming out of the bullpen. I'll do whatever I, it takes to remain at the major league level. Um, I think he kind of likes the challenge of the bullpen now. Um, again, they can always use a left-handed arm down there. They're very few and far between in the starting rotation and the bullpen. Um, you know, I'm not sure. They're, they're going to have to make a decision. I, I hope they don't go to spring training and have a bunch of guys that are vying for one or two spots. I hope they define guys like Amir Garrett. You're going to be in the bullpen. No, well, I think they will. Yeah. Uh, definitely right. with Derek Johnson now, the pitching coach. Yeah, because there was a few years back where there was, there was 15, 20 guys, 15 yeah. guys that was competing for a couple spots, and then it got to the season. They're like, all right, what are we going to do in the bullpen? Yeah. So. Hey, Larry, thanks a lot. We'll give you a C-plus on that, pal. Have a, a happy new <laughs> year. Right. Uh, we've got Jay standing by on a cell. We'll get to him shortly. 749-7000, uh, 1-800-843-2441. You're listening to the Red Hot Stove League live from the Holy Grail Banks, presented by Budweiser and UDF. We'll be back. We welcome you back to the Holy Grail Banks with Jim Day. I'm Marty Brenneman, and our producer is Dave Yiddy Armbruster and a very, very uh, aggressively interesting group of folks here the day after Christmas. This reminder, the Reds Hall of Fame and Museum is offering both Great American Ballpark Tours and Major League Clubhouse Tours on Saturdays during the offseason. For details, visit RedsMuseum.org, 749-7000. 1-800-THE-BIG-1. If you could uh, offer up a trade that you think would be a good one for the Red Legs, and what would you give up in order to make that deal? We've had a couple of good ones, and uh, we're going to go back to the phone. And, Jay, thanks for waiting. You're on the air. Go ahead. Hi, Marty and Jim. I'd just like to first off say Merry Christmas and hopefully have a Happy New Year. Thank you. Same um, to you, Jay. Thank you. My trade proposal would be for Corey Kluber, obviously pitcher for the Indians and one heck of a pitcher at that. Um, my proposal would be either Yasiel Puig or Matt Kemp. And then you'd have to throw in obviously some high, highly ranked prospects. I would say either, well, um, Nick Senzel and, or Taylor Trammell, whatever can get it done. Taylor Trammell, I should say, um, I just think with Corey Kluber, he's, yes, he's only got one year left on his contract, but he does have two club options, if I remember right, 17 and a half and 18 million. And that, that puts you through, obviously, 19 and then 20 and 21. And if we're not ready to compete by then with the guys we've got offensively and with Corey Kluber at the top of the rotation, I don't know when we will be. Well, uh, to begin with, uh, and, and had I not been listening to MLB Radio coming downtown to join Jim on this program tonight, I would think about that deal. But uh, they had the pride of Anderson High School, Jensen Lewis, who uh, is born and raised in this town and for a number of years has done pre- and post-game stuff, uh, as well as working on MLB Radio. Uh, a very bright guy, Vanderbilt graduate, played baseball down there, and a very popular figure in Cleveland, they're looking for young players. They are not looking for a Matt Kemp. I can tell you that right now. They are looking. In fact, the, the rumor that came out today was that they were in a very, very serious discussion with the San Diego Padres, who may well have, if not the best farm system in baseball, very, very close to it. 
and they are the kind of players that the Indians are looking at. Not maybe not so much all minor league prospects, but uh, you're going to get a number of players coming from San Diego to Cleveland, or from Cincinnati to Cleveland, or wherever they may trade Corey Kluber. Uh, and, and a guy like a Matt Kemp, and, and quite honestly, I don't think a guy like a Yasiel Puig would factor into that when you consider that both of them, Jim, they're both free agency in the next season. Yeah. yeah you're not, not going to get uh, a guy like Kluber for two guys that you're going to have you know for only one year. Well, the Indians do have to fill in. You know, they lost Michael Brantley, and they do have a center field problem as well that they want to solve in a bad way. Um, but I don't think they're going to be – someone that's going to take on uh, the contracts, particularly of Kemp and not even Puig, like you said, are only signed through next season. And uh, But he did do his homework. Jay did his homework there. There are, um, He signed through 2019 is Kluber and team options for 2020 and 21 right. at less than $20 million. And if he stays healthy, you're talking about one of the few aces in the game. There are very few aces in the game and he would be one of them. Now, you're, you're talking about having to give up a, a boatload of prospects. The Indians are, like you said, looking for prospects. You're going to lose a Taylor Trammell. You might have to give up a Nick Senzel. You might have to give up a Hunter Green um, or a couple of them in a package deal to get Corey Kluber. Um, would it be, I mean, wow. If they got Corey Kluber, it would be real interesting. It would be interesting, and, and, and as far as the Indians are concerned, to some extent, they're operating from a position of strength. Uh, they can go out and win the Central Division and not even work up a sweat yeah. with Kluber or without Kluber mm -hmm. next year. I mean, uh, you, know, you know what's going to happen with the White Sox and whether uh, all the talk that's come out of that city about being interested in Machado and or uh, Bryce Harper, Harper amounts to anything, but even if they add one or two of those guys, that's not going to put them on a par with the right. Indians. Uh, obviously, the Indians are looking to go uh, deep into the postseason, try to get to the World Series, and probably try to win a world championship. I don't know that they can do that without Corey Kluber. Trevor Bauer, I, they still have. Carlos Carrasco. I oh, they got a good have. rotation. No, they still have a good no rotation. No about that. You're losing Corey Kluber. You're losing, a uh, one. like I said, one of the best in the game. All right, Jay. Think, what else you got? Oh, I was just saying, if uh, they're not, and and I don't think they would, they probably wouldn't take on the the one year contracts, like you said. Do you think throwing maybe throwing in a Jesse Winker in there, or like I said, Nick Senzel or Taylor Trammell? I'd be hard pressed I, to trade both of those kids, no. even though I, and I agree with Jim. You can count the uh, the so called term ace is a vanishing breed in baseball today, but there's no question he is one of them. Mm -hmm. uh, but well, I'd, I'd still have a hard time trading both of those I kids. Would, I would have a hard time trading him, trading those two for just any pitcher, but a guy like, like Jim said, an ace, I would, I would probably pull the trigger on, on the top two prospects because, I mean, if you think about it, at one time, Billy Hamilton was an untouchable prospect, and, and we can go even further back as an infielder. A uh, guy by the name of Brandon Larson was a pretty untouchable prospect too. So I mean, prospects are prospects until they. Until I they agree with that. Not. I agree yeah. with that 100. percent So no I mean, Corey Kluber has a pretty darn good track record, and yeah, he'll be coming to a smaller ballpark. But I just I think and, and I mean if like like Jim said, Trevor Bauer, 
Apparently they were. But you hear less and less of Trevor Bauer's name. I agree. You really do. There was a flurry of rumors about a month ago that Trevor Bauer is going here, Trevor Bauer is going there, and all of a sudden all you're hearing about right now is Corey Kluber. Now that may not mean anything or it may mean everything. Right, right. Hey, Jay, thanks for your call. I'll give you a B on that, my man. Have a happy new (laughs) year. You're listening to the Reds Hot Stove League. We'll be back live from the Holy Grail Banks presented by Budweiser and UDF in a moment. Thank you. And we're back. Final few moments of this pre-New Year's. Thank you very much. Yeah. Hot Stove League. We got a couple of guys standing by. We'll try to get both of them. Alex, you're first on a cell phone. What's on your mind? Hey, guys. I hope you guys have a Merry Christmas. Um, Thank you. Fantasy proposal trade, like if I could do it, I would do it in a second. Josh Hader of the Milwaukee Brewers for Taylor Trammell and Scott Shubler and Cash probably as well, but I love watching Josh Hader. The guy is absolutely locked down. And I think I've heard a lot of people say, you know, Corey Kluber, Dallas Keifel. Like, yeah, that would be great, but I think we're in more of a position now to where we need a middle reliever than we do a starter. And I think Hader would be absolutely perfect for us right now. Something to watch, man. When he is on, he is almost unhittable. And you're talking yeah. about a guy that'll go two, three innings. Uh, now you got to give him some time off in between that. And right. new pitching coach Derek Johnson could take a lot of, um, you know, a lot of accolades for the success that Hader has had. Um, wow, I don't know. That's, you know, Taylor Trammell is is closer. He's probably a year away. He would solve your center field problem. Um, Josh Hader, like you said, he's a difference maker. If you think that you're, if you think you can compete right now and get into the playoffs and do damage, yes, I'd make a trade for Josh Hader. I'm not so sure the club is at that point. Would you trade those two kids for him? Um, Definitely, I think I would. (laughs) Ain't a chance in hell I'd make. I don't think so. I, 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 I don't. Not a chance. (laughs) <laughs> and I love John, and I agree with you. He is so much fun to watch pitch. I can't think of another relief pitcher in this game today yeah. that seems to electrify a crowd, especially if he's playing in Milwaukee and the stuff he can accomplish. But I, there's no way on. We God's saw it earth. firsthand. What did he strike out? Eight or he, he struck out eight and two and two thirds innings. Here, yeah, yeah, it was crazy. Now, I, 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 for one thing, I think. If you make that offer to them, I think they'd make the trade. I think they would have to make oh, that deal. Oh, for a reliever, but absolutely. I, you know what? I, I, could, I couldn't no. do that. Not for a relief pitcher. No. Maybe not the exact people, but I definitely think they should try to do something to get Josh here. I think that would just be fantastic. I don't think I mean, Milwaukee wants to give up Josh here. I don't think so either. So. Alex, we got to run. Yeah. Plus, they've got, an out, they've got guys. They've got a full outfield. Yeah, so. you got to see, man. That's a, I couldn't give up those two kids. Thanks. Have a happy new year. Howie, you're on the hot stove league. Sure, glad to be on. Tell us what you got. All right, well, um, the way I see it, um, you know, I love to talk about Corey Kluber and Dallas uh, Keuchel because uh, we do need that ace. But the way I'm looking at it from the outside, it's uh, similar to what the Braves did during the rebuild about a year or two ago. I don't see them making a move on them, getting an ace. You know, we, we just grabbed uh, Kemp and, and Puig and Wood. and I believe those guys are just stopgaps for letting uh, – Denzel, get some more experience in Trammell. I don't see us sending any of those guys away. I feel like we're just kind of gearing up for a competitive team and maybe uh, next year making a big push on an ace. 
But, you know what? Uh, you make a very, very good point. I mean, both that we talked earlier, Jim, both those guys are free agents at the end of next year. But at the same time, it gives a Taylor Trammell one more year seasoning. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got to figure out a way to find somewhere for Nick Senzel to play. And that's oh, now. He might be the answer in center field. We don't know. He's been, you know, they sent him to Arizona to learn the outfield. Um, he could be your center fielder come opening day. There's a lot of things that could happen. Um, but he, he's at the point now where he's, they say he's ready uh, at the major league level. And, you know, you only have these players under control for so long. If he's ready, man, you got to find a spot for him. Howie, we're out of time. Thanks for your call, pal. We hope you'll dial us up again next week. We'll be back after the fourth of after July, the January New Year's Eve. I'm already messed up. And January the first, but we will be in good shape. I know I will, can't speak for him. But join us next Wednesday night and find out what kind of shape we're in. Happy New Year, everybody. Thanks for being with us. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.